Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends. Welcome to another beautiful day. Paul today in the book of Galatians is going to remind us that we are all one in Christ Jesus. Yes, we're going to have our differences. Yes, we're each uniquely made with a unique voice, unique gift, unique callings on our lives. But we are all one in Christ. And he is continuing on this idea that we are not saved by works. And if you remember yesterday, he made a point to say that salvation is a promise. And that promise, that covenant, that contract isn't made void because the law was added. Right? So salvation is through a promise. It is not ever through the law. So let's dive in. We're in Galatians chapter 3, verse 21, and I'm reading from the ESV. Is the law then contrary to the promises of God? Certainly not. For if a law had been given that could give life, then righteousness would indeed be by the law. So if something else had been given that could give you life, then life would be by that thing, that law, that rule, right? And that then would be contrary to life by promise. Does that make sense? You can't have life by two different means, two different ways. It doesn't work that way. And he is saying, so then is the law contrary? He's saying no. And he goes on, but the scripture imprisoned everything under sin so that for the purpose that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Scripture imprisoned everything under sin. We knew the law. We knew that we could not earn our righteousness. The law set the standard so we could see how we fall short of God's holiness and his glory. With the purpose of so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. It's not about what we do. It's not about how well we show up. It's about a promise It's about faith, which is a gift. It's not something we conjure up, we earn. It is a gift. And it's given to those who believe in Jesus. Now, before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. And this is kind of going back to what Paul had touched on yesterday. He asked, why then the law? It was added because of transgressions when we fell short until the offspring Christ should come to whom the promise had been made. So it was just temporary. And now he is reiterating this again. Before faith came, we were held captive under the law. We were slaves to the law, right? Because with the law, we see we can never measure up. And the law doesn't give us righteousness. In fact, it shows us our shortcomings. 
We were imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. Faith, a savior that God told us about throughout the entire Bible. Every single book was pointing forward to Jesus Christ, the promised Messiah. So then, the law was our guardian until Christ came in order that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. (laughs) Y'all, as we're going through Galatians, we are taking teeny tiny little chunks because this is some heavy, deep stuff that is so impactful. And I want you to know it might feel like we're talking about the same things over and over again, but you know what? So is Paul. And we all need to be reminded of this. This basic truth of the gospel and of salvation. And so we, yes, even you, we need to hear it over and over again because those negative, wrong, sinful mindsets pop up over and over and over again. The world tells us things that are lies. The devil tells us things that are lies over and over and over again. And so we need the gospel over and over and over again. So bear with my friends as we are talking about things that may seem the same and that may seem really foundational, but it's so important. And I absolutely love this. He's saying the law was our guardian. And what does a guardian do? It protects, it keeps safe, a guardian guides, and that's what the law does. I know the law seems heavy, and it does say we were imprisoned under the law. And if the law was for our salvation, that would be impossible. A huge burden, too big of a burden to bear. But when we view the law as there to help us, to give us direction, not in a salvational sense, but in an earthly sense... To show us the areas that are not healthy and to show us the things that are healthy. It was our guardian in order that we might be justified by faith. You know, both the law and the gospel, both the truth about God's holiness and how we fall short and the truth about Jesus beautiful salvation and sacrifice for us. They're both necessary. Because if we don't know how we fall short, how do we know we need a savior? We don't. That's what the law does for us. It's a mirror to us, showing us our own sin and showing us God's standard, showing us we need a savior. The law was our guardian until Christ came in order that... It was working for this purpose that we might be justified by faith. We needed the law to see ourselves. But now that faith has come, now that Christ has come, that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. We're not under the law. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. That family of faith. You have been adopted Whatever your family looks like here on this earth, you have a perfect family with a perfect heavenly father. And you've been adopted as a son through faith. It says, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. 
over our own dirtiness, over our own failures, we put on Christ's perfection. We put on his cleanness. Over our own dirty clothes, we put on his bleach white so that we are seen not for who we are, not for how we have fallen short, not for our actions, but we are seen only for Christ and his actions and his perfection and who he is. He goes on, there is neither Jew nor Greek that is Jew or anyone else (laughs) chosen by God in the Old Testament versus everyone else in the world. There is neither slave. This word typically means bond servant, which is a little bit of a different idea of slavery than we think of today. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Yes, we have different heritage. Yes, we may have different stations in life. Yes, we even have different genders, right? But that, although they make us different, they do not separate us. We are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. You, if you have faith in Christ that is a gift, you are adopted, you are loved, you are saved, you are an heir. You get to inherit all of the beautiful things that Christ did. He rose again from the dead, y'all. He is up in heaven. He is living with God. And you get all of that. You are an heir. And so that thing that may have divided you in the past, Now, when we remember we're one, we are loved, we are heirs. We can put on love and peace instead of division. And we're going to continue talking about this idea of being an heir tomorrow morning. So I will see you then. Mm